Hello, all you attorneys and legal marketing professionals out there who want to amp up your legal marketing. On today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about the difference between push and pull marketing and which one I think is much more effective for attorneys and law firms. So let's jump right in and get started. Are you looking to take your legal marketing skills to the next level? Maybe you're an attorney or offer professional services. You're in the right place. Welcome to Attorney Marketing Profits, marketing information that's brought to you by attorneys and for attorneys. With your host, practicing attorney for over two decades, marketing professional for the last 10 years. He's been involved with law firms that grew to over seven figures in revenue. Your host, Richard Martindale. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. This is Richard Martindale, the host of the Attorney Marketing Profits podcast. Since it's close to Thanksgiving, I wanted to first of all say thank you to all the listeners out there who've listened to the first few episodes of our podcast. I'm humbled to have this podcast, to be able to talk to you about marketing, and I hope this is helping you grow your firm and reach whatever goals and dreams you've set for yourself. Everybody in their business generally sets goals for 2018 and then for next year coming into the future for 2019. And I hope that this podcast contributes just a little bit to your continued growth and your ability to grow your firm and help you find more clients. As I always say on this podcast, I'm learning and growing as this continues and as this process moves forward. So I'd always appreciate any feedback that you have. Please rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or on your favorite platform, and uh, I'd love to hear back from you to hear the topics that you'd like for us to discuss. So let's just jump right into it today. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to talk about giving today. And I'd like to do it in the context of discussing the difference between push and pull marketing. Those may be topics that you've never really heard or researched much But the other day, I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, better known as Gary V, and his podcast on my commute home and my pickup truck. And uh, let me just set the scene for you. So it's Austin, Texas. It's around 5.30 p.m. And I'm headed north on what's called here Loop 360. If you don't live in Austin, you probably don't know about how bad our traffic's getting because of all the people who keep moving here. It's uh, just crazy. 5, 5.30 in the afternoon, so I wasn't doing a whole lot of moving in my driving, but uh, was moving slowly along Loop 360, and if you don't live in Austin, you probably also don't know that uh, Loop 360, or as it's known as the Capital of Texas Highway, it really isn't even a loop. It's just another bypass running north and south because for whatever reason, the city planners, I guess, could only figure out how to build roads north and south, not east and west. So that's what we have here in Austin. But I digress from the topic at hand. So I'm sitting in traffic on what's called the Pennybacker Bridge crossing over Lake Austin. And Gary V in his podcast brings up the concepts of push and pull marketing. Now, I've heard of these before, but if you're not familiar with these concepts, push is the term associated with the type of marketing where a manufacturer or a brand is pushing their products out and trying to get a consumer to buy them. Let's give you an example from my recent past. I was in New York City traveling with my wife and oldest daughter, and we ventured into a department store there called Macy's. 
sure you've heard of it. Um, but as you can imagine, there were people milling about the store. They were all over the department store. Nice wide aisles you could walk around and merchandise all around us for our shopping needs. It was fairly easy to maneuver around the store till we got close to the makeup and perfume department. Well, if you've ever been to Macy's in New York, you know what I'm about to say. There are women and men with spray bottles and makeup offering free samples all over the place. We couldn't really escape them. And as you know, for those salespeople, it's all about pushing this free spray of perfume or free application of eyeliner on you with the hopes that you'll really like it and buy some of their products. Well, for me, in those type of situations, it's sensory overload. The smell of the perfume, the makeup everywhere. For me, I just got out of there and escaped, waited for my wife and daughter to emerge, which they did eventually. So that's one example of push marketing, where salespeople are pushing their products onto you in hopes that you will buy something. Or in another situation you may be more familiar with, think about the legal seminars that you attend. Maybe you've been to the American Bar Association National Convention or your state bar convention, and they have lots of sponsors and lots of booths outside the venues where the speakers are. And of course, they've got their salespeople out there handing you flyers, trying to sell you something, and they're out there pushing their products or services to you. So that is a style and two examples of push marketing, where a manufacturer or a company or a brand is pushing out their products and trying to get people who are their target audience to buy them. They are actively pushing those products out, letting you know about those products in the hope that you will buy those products on the spot while they're doing that pushing out. Well, according to Gary Vee on his podcast and other research that I've done recently, this type of marketing really isn't in high demand these days, especially with regard to legal services and the type of offerings that many of you in your law firms are making. If you went out on the street and you just started pushing your business card, you would think of those ambulance chasers, as they call them in the legal industry, where people who are just pushing their services, trying to get you to hire them as an attorney, and that just doesn't really fly, especially in the legal marketing area. So when you're thinking about your target market and consumers, they want to feel like they're in charge and they want to feel as if their business has been earned by a company or a law firm that hasn't been pushed on them. But instead, it's something that where they feel knowledgeable, they trust the company or the law firm that they're hiring. And the days of a pushy or ambulance chasing attorney are falling away. So think about that now when you're crafting your marketing message. Gary Vee refers to it as the new thank you economy in which people respond to a company or a law firm or a brand by giving to them first. So the company or the law firm is out there adding value, giving information, and in turn, the consumer or the potential client responds by eventually hiring or purchasing something from you and your law firm. This is the pull marketing strategy. So think about when you 
think of the push versus pull. Obviously, I gave you a couple pictures of push marketing. But in the pull marketing strategy, a company or a law firm is developing a reputation or a following such that its customers or clients then seek that law firm or that company out in order to purchase its goods or services. So as an example from Common Day that you may think about, I've gone to a few movies lately, and before those movies have started, they usually have a what I'll call a mini-movie or a trailer, but it's an advertising mini-movie or trailer. And the ones that I've seen recently have been sponsored by Coca-Cola. They always show people having fun, buying Cokes for the movie, and there's plenty of laughs and smiles all around for the people who are involved. So that's an example of a pull marketing strategy where Coca-Cola isn't directly asking you to take any specific action, such as telling you to go buy a soda for the movie. However, they are marketing to you, and they're doing it in a way that eventually sells lots of Coke and draws in lots of loyal fans. I mean, heck, I know some people that are so loyal to Coca-Cola, they won't even drink Pepsi if it's the only soda available. So that's a type of pull marketing where you have clients or customers who are so loyal to you and they are there because you have given them value so they know, like, and trust you that when it comes time for them to hire an attorney in your area, they're going to know you and they're going to want to come approach you and hire you. So this is the type of pull marketing that you need to create for your law firm so that potential clients will help you grow your firm and they'll come to you and want to hire you. Now think about it from the standpoint of the marketing that you're doing. Do you have a presence online where you're giving value to your target audience? Are you giving to them on a regular basis and it's in such a way that they will seek you out when they're in need of legal services in your area? If you don't, then you need to find more ways to do that. Whether it's using social media platforms like Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn or some other platform that works for your type of practice area, you need to be creating a community of followers and giving them value on a regular basis such that you've created this loyal following so that when they need to hire an attorney, they will think of you. Just think about it from the standpoint of a potential client out there. If you have given to them over and over and given them value for free before you ever ask them to hire you or ask for anything in return, they're going to have loyalty towards you. Don't be afraid if you're out there feeling like you're giving too much. You know, it's something I've struggled with in the past, but I've learned that if you give people honest and useful information, they will appreciate it. And they will seek you out even more because they see that you really care and they feel that they can trust you. Ultimately, that's what it has to be about when you're in the service business. You can't be out there in the marketplace looking to just take all you can from everyone you come into contact with while giving nothing in return. You have to be willing to give first and pull those people in 
and the rest will work itself out as you provide value and pull them in over time. That's the difference between push and pull marketing, and I hope you can see why a pull marketing strategy for your law firm and your legal marketing is the best thing to pursue because obviously you don't want to be out there on the street corner passing out cards and hoping that somebody's going to hire you that way. You've got to create a community around you where you're giving them information and giving them value in the Thanksgiving tradition. That's all I have for you today on this Thanksgiving-inspired episode of Attorney Marketing Profits. I hope you'll go out there and give to the people around you. Also, give thanks to your family, your friends, and thanks for all the other blessings that you have in your life. We'll catch up with you again on the next episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you have a blessed day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Attorney Marketing Profits with Richard Martindale. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And for more great content and to stay up to date, visit attorneymarketingprofits.com, facebook.com slash attorneymarketingprofits, and on Twitter at ATTNYMarketing. We'll catch you next time.